Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that commemorates the lives and legacies of influential figures on the anniversary of their passing. Today we're paying tribute to Arthur Ashe, an iconic figure in the world of tennis and an active civil rights advocate. Ashe was not only the first African-American male to win the U.S. Open, the Australian Open, and Wimbledon, but he was also renowned for his commitment to fighting racial discrimination and his efforts to raise awareness about HIV and AIDS after his own diagnosis. His legacy extends far beyond his achievements on the court, embodying the spirit of perseverance, dignity, and activism. Today marks the 31st anniversary of his passing. So without any further ado, let's delve into the inspiring life and enduring impact of Arthur Ashe. Part 1. Early Life and Breaking Barriers, 1943-1968 Arthur Robert Ashe Jr. was born into a segregated America in the throes of the Jim Crow laws in Richmond, Virginia. His mother, Mady Cordell Cunningham Ashe, passed away when Arthur was just six years old, a pivotal event that deeply influenced his character and resolve. Raised by his father, Arthur Ashe Sr., who was a strict disciplinarian, Ashe found solace and purpose on the tennis court of Brookfield Park, an oasis in a racially divided city. The young Ash was a prodigy, displaying not just a natural talent, but an unparalleled work ethic and a keen mind for strategy. Under the mentorship of Dr. Robert Walter Johnson, known as the godfather of black tennis, Ash's game flourished. Johnson's home in Lynchburg, Virginia was a nurturing ground for African-American tennis talent, providing not only technical training, but also lessons in dignity and grace under pressure. It was here that Ash's stoic demeanor and tactical intelligence on the court were honed. Arthur's journey through the ranks of junior tennis was a testament to his talent and determination. Despite the racial barriers of the era, he emerged victorious at the American Tennis Association Junior Championships, a key tournament for black players. Given the exclusionary policies of the U.S. Lawn Tennis Association, his victory at the ATA was just the beginning. Ash's ambition and skill propelled him onto the national stage. In 1960, Ash made history by winning the National Junior Indoor Tennis title, showcasing his skills to a broader audience and marking him as a rising star in American tennis. His academic achievements mirrored his athletic ones. He was awarded a scholarship to UCLA, a pivotal step that exposed him to a broader competition and further opportunities. Ash's collegiate career was distinguished not only by his athletic prowess, winning the NCAA singles title in 1965, but also by his academic diligence and leadership qualities. It was during these formative years that Ash's career, defined by integrity, intelligence, and a quiet but fierce resolve, was fully revealed. His leadership extended beyond the tennis courts. He was a key figure in UCLA's ROTC program, and his sense of duty and responsibility would remain a guiding principle throughout his life. The year 1968 stands as a watershed in Ash's career and in the history of tennis. His victory at the U.S. Open, achieved during a tumultuous period of American history marked by civil rights struggles and the Vietnam War, was a beacon of hope and a symbol of progress. Ash, an amateur at the time, not only shattered the color barrier in tennis, but also used his victory as a platform to advocate for equality and justice. Arthur Ashe's early life laid the foundation for his legacy, both as a tennis champion and as a humanitarian. His victories on the court were matched by his efforts off it, striving for a world where one's character and abilities, rather than the color of their skin, defined one's opportunities. Through his dignified presence, intellectual acumen, and unwavering commitment to justice, Ash became more than just a tennis legend. 
He became a symbol of the possibilities of change and the power of sport as a vehicle for social transformation. Part 2. Triumphs and Challenges on the Global Stage, 1968-1975 Arthur Ashe's ascent to the pinnacle of tennis was both a personal triumph and a symbolic victory over the racial barriers entrenched in the sport and society. After his groundbreaking U.S. Open win in 1968, Ashe emerged not just as a champion athlete, but as a figure of resilience and grace in the face of systematic racism. His success on the court continued to grow, but it was his conduct off the court that truly marked his significance in the annals of history. In 1970, Ashe captured his second Grand Slam title at the Australian Open, demonstrating his adaptability and prowess on different surfaces. This victory was more than just another accolade. It was a reaffirmation of his status as one of the world's leading tennis players, capable of competing and winning at the highest levels of the sport. However, it was the 1975 Wimbledon Championship that would become one of the defining moments of Ashe's career. Facing Jimmy Connors, the reigning Wimbledon champion and world number one, Ashe was considered the underdog. Connors, known for his powerful baseline game, was expected to dominate, yet Ash employed a masterful strategy of precision, pacing, and psychological acumen, outplayed Connors in a stunning four-set match to claim his first and only Wimbledon title. This victory was not just a testament to Ash's skill, but also to his intellectual approach to the game, carefully crafting a game plan that neutralized Connors' strengths. Ash's Wimbledon win was a historic achievement, making him the first black man to win the prestigious tournament. This victory was celebrated not only in the African-American community and the United States, but around the world, serving as an inspiration to athletes and non-athletes alike. Ash's triumph at Wimbledon was a powerful statement against discrimination, proving that talent knows no color. Off the court, Ash's life was equally challenging and impactful. His opposition to apartheid in South Africa was a significant aspect of his activism. In 1973, Ash applied for a visa to compete in the South African Open, a move aimed at breaking the color barrier in South African sports. Initially denied entry, his persistent efforts eventually led to an invitation in 1973, making him the first black player to compete in the tournament. Ash used this opportunity not just to play tennis, but to engage with South African society, visiting schools and townships, and speaking out against the injustices of apartheid. His visit was a catalyst for change, highlighting the power of sports as a platform for social justice. Amid his achievements in activism, Ash faced personal and professional challenges. He navigated the pressures of being a public figure in a racially divided country, the physical demands of professional tennis, and the responsibility of being a role model for millions. Despite these pressures, Ash remained committed to his principles, using his platform to advocate for equality, education, and the advancement of civil rights. Arthur Ashe's journey during this period from 1968 to 1975 was marked by remarkable achievements and profound challenges. His victories on the tennis court were matched by his contributions to society, breaking barriers and fostering change. Ash's legacy from this period is not just that of a tennis champion, but of a humanitarian who used his influence to fight for a better world. Part 3. Advocacy, Health Battles, and Retirement, 1975-1992 Following his historic Wimbledon victory in 1975, Arthur Ashe increasingly used his platform to champion social causes, transcending his identity as a tennis legend to become a global humanitarian and activist. This point in Ashe's life was characterized by a deepening commitment to advocacy, punctuated by significant health challenges and his eventual retirement from professional tennis. 
As Ash's career on the court began to wind down, his focus shifted more towards his off-court passions, education, civil rights, and health issues. In 1977, Ash was appointed as the national campaign chairman for the American Heart Association, leveraging his visibility to raise awareness about heart disease, particularly in the African-American community. His advocacy was not limited to health. Ash was a vocal critic of apartheid, using every opportunity and platform available to condemn South Africa's racist policies. His efforts contributed to raising international awareness and pressure, which eventually played a part in the dismantling of apartheid. Ash's transition from tennis to full-time advocacy and humanitarian work was accelerated by his health. In 1979, he suffered a heart attack, an event that shocked the public and highlighted the issues of heart disease among young, seemingly healthy individuals. Ash's battle with heart disease led to a quadruple bypass surgery, and despite a brief return to the tennis world, it became clear that his professional playing days were numbered. He officially retired in 1980, but this did not diminish his influence. If anything, it expanded his reach into new arenas. Post-retirement, Ash became more deeply involved in educational initiatives. He worked tirelessly to provide opportunities for young people, particularly those from disadvantaged backgrounds. His commitment to education was evident in his efforts to develop a safe and nurturing space for learning and his authorship of A Hard Road to Glory, a three-volume history of African-American athletes. This monumental work underscored Ash's belief in the power of education to uplift and inform, serving as a testament to the contributions of black athletes in American history. In 1988, Ash faced another significant health challenge. He was diagnosed with HIV, contracted from a blood transfusion during one of his heart surgeries. Ash's decision to publicly announce his HIV status in 1992 was driven by a desire to combat the stigma surrounding the disease and to advocate for greater public health measures. His diagnosis became another platform for activism, as he called for increasing funding for research and for a compassionate response to those living with HIV and AIDS. Part 4, A Legacy Cemented, 1992-1993 Ash's final chapter was characterized by an unwavering dedication to activism and a deepening commitment to humanitarian causes despite his deteriorating health. In these years, Ash's legacy as an athlete was transcended by his profound impact as an advocate for social justice, health equality, and the power of education. His work in these final months not only solidified his place as a towering figure in the history of sports, but also as a relentless champion for human rights and dignity. After publicly disclosing his HIV diagnosis in 1992, Ash utilized the media storm as a catalyst to address the AIDS epidemic, a health crisis that at the time was mired in stigma and misinformation. He spoke eloquently about the need for compassion, understanding, and aggressive research funding to combat HIV and AIDS. Ash's advocacy was not limited to the United States. He called for global solidarity and action, emphasizing the disease's devastating impact on communities worldwide, particularly in Africa. Ash's commitment to education and racial equality remained steadfast. He saw education as a cornerstone of empowerment and social change. Through the Arthur Ashe Institute for Urban Health, established in 1992, Ash worked to address health disparities in urban communities, focusing on preventative health care and wellness education. This initiative was a testament to his belief in the transformative power of knowledge and community engagement in tackling health and social issues. 
Ash's activism extended to the realms of civil rights and racial justice as well. He remained a vocal critic of apartheid, celebrating its eventual dismantling while also urging continued vigilance against racial discrimination globally. Ash's writings, speeches, and personal engagements reflected a nuanced understanding of the struggle for racial equality, drawing parallels between his experiences in America and those of oppressed populations worldwide. In the last months of his life, Ash was honored with numerous awards and recognitions, not only for his achievements in tennis, but also for his humanitarian efforts. However, his health continued to decline, and on February 6, 1993, Arthur Ashe passed away from AIDS-related pneumonia. His death was mourned worldwide, not just as a loss of a sports icon, but as a profound loss to the global community of activists, educators, and advocates for social justice. Arthur Ashe's funeral was attended by thousands, with millions more paying tribute to his legacy. In the wake of his passing, the Arthur Ashe Stadium was named in his honor, a fitting tribute to his contributions to tennis and society. Moreover, his life and work continued to inspire through the Arthur Ashe Learning Center and the various awards and scholarships established in his name, which celebrate his commitment to education, health, and social justice. And that concludes today's episode on Arthur Ashe, a sports legend whose impact transcended the tennis courts to touch the realms of social activism and humanitarianism. He's also who died today, February 6th. If you're moved by Ash's incredible journey, his groundbreaking achievements in tennis, and his courageous advocacy in the face of adversity, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and try to subscribe. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we continue to explore the lives of individuals who have used their talents and platforms to advocate for change and inspire generations. I'm your host, Peter. Thank you for joining us in honoring the life and the legacy of Arthur Ashe a true champion in every sense of the word.